Nyata. Hello. My name is Alison, and I pastor a little church in southwestern Victoria called Sanctuary. I acknowledge the people of the Eastern Ma Nation, who have been tending and teaching young people here since time immemorial, and I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. It's the beginning of a new school year, and during the service here at Sanctuary, we will soon interview our students and then, since all of us are lifelong learners, we will all have our various faculties blessed. So this got me thinking about the teachers I have known. Over the years I've had some great teachers. There was Jim, who began a calculus lesson by leaping into the classroom and then jumping around the room at ever-decreasing intervals until they got down to teeny tiny little mincing steps. There was Ellen, who ignited in me a love for poetry. And there was Keith, who turned the Bible upside down with gentleness and grace. Then there were all my other teachers, family and friends and people in churches, who taught me what it is to wrestle with faith and to seek God and to serve. And now there is my husband and my daughters and so many other people who teach me with authority. Everywhere I go, I find teachers. I'm talking about teachers and teaching, but it should be obvious by now that I don't just mean literacy and numeracy and all the other great stuff on the school curriculum. So what makes a good teacher? And what does a good teacher teach? To answer, we'll turn to our story about the greatest teacher of them all, Jesus. In the first chapter of Mark's Gospel, we're told that Jesus is in the habit of going to the Faith Centre every Sabbath, and that he's invited to teach there, and that his teaching amazes people, because it has authority. But we don't get a lesson plan or a rubric. We don't know exactly what he taught. The Gospel writer doesn't give us that information. Then, while Jesus is there, Someone who is possessed, that is, someone who is controlled by bad spirit, comes in. And we don't know what they're possessed by. Maybe they're so terrified by everything that's happening in the world that they can barely breathe. Maybe they're so anxious about looking good on social media that they've forgotten how to enjoy their own company. Maybe they're so driven by winning or shopping or being special or right or helpful that they can't really connect with other people anymore. Whatever it is that possesses them, it fills them with darkness and fear, rage and pain. Well, this person approaches Jesus and challenges him. But Jesus orders a bad spirit to be quiet and to come out and the person is set free. Or, to put it another way, they are healed and made whole. They are restored to their right mind, that is a mind attuned to God and other people. And again, everyone who sees is amazed, because his teaching has authority. What this tells me is that Jesus' teaching has authority because of its effect on people. It's not that he knows all the right things and can argue someone into the ground. 
but that his teaching frees people and heals people and empowers people. Jesus' teaching silences the terrible voices which are snarling within us. It restores people to themselves and to right relationship with God and community. And it's these learning outcomes which give his teaching its authority. I think back on my own life and of the special people who've had this effect on me. Maybe they taught me math or poetry or the Bible. Maybe they taught me how to share a house or raise a child or be a friend. But one way or another, they told me that I'm cherished, that I belong, that I'm enough and that when I stuff up, I am forgiven. They challenge the snarling voices within me and they help me to be quiet and settled in myself. When I am with these people, I feel grounded and loved. I feel confident and healed and empowered. I feel in that right relationship with God and community and I know my place in the world. Even when they're not aiming for any outcome, even when they don't know that they're teaching me, these people are my truest teachers. And they're a bit like the good teacher Jesus. And they make me a little bit more like him too. Now I've found people like this at school. But I've also found them at church and at home and in my neighbourhood. They can be any age and babies are some of the best teachers. And they come in all shapes and sizes and from every walk of life. So this year at kinder and school and at every other place of learning, that is everywhere you go, keep an eye out for teachers like this, teachers who are a bit like Jesus. Seek out people who use what they know to show you a bigger and bolder and more expansive world. The sort of people who help you find your right place in it and who in all things build you up in love. And may you grow in wisdom and stature and in favour with God and people. And may you become ever more like Jesus yourself, freeing, healing and empowering others not only through your words but through your life and through your love. Amen. That's all for today. But if you enjoyed what you heard, there's always more to read on our website. That's sanctuarybaptist.wordpress.com Sanctuary is funded entirely by members and supporters. And if you'd like to support the work of this little church, you can make a donation via PayPal. And you can find the details for this on the website. Great to have you with us, and we'll catch you another time.